Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Quote, if you don't get culture right, nothing else matters. End quote. Too dramatic? In part three of my talk with Ruth Brennan-Mori, we're going to discuss the importance of culture on a team. What are we waiting for? Let's get to it. I know, I know. That's a pretty strong quote. If you don't get culture right, nothing else matters. This may be extreme, but this is how I feel after becoming the boys varsity soccer coach at Minnehaha Academy. I believe I'm the sixth coach in eight seasons, and I've heard some really tough stories about what players and parents have experienced. That's why I was so excited to dig deep into culture with Ruth Brennan-Mori, a mental skills coach with a PhD in psychology. In fact, I know few coaches who are more intentional about creating a healthy culture for her athletes than Dr. Ruth. Let's dive in. You're coaching a U15 girls team right now, U13 boys team. You know, we're on sort of this group chat among coaches and I always look forward to your insight just because so much that you're passionate about with journaling and then just creating this incredible, thoughtful environment for your athletes, which is that I, I just have seen very few coaches with that approach. Can you just share with me some of your thinking behind those areas of emphasis and just wanting to set that right culture for your teams? Yeah, I think, you know, coming from such a major sport background, I just frame sports as such a sacred experience for children. I feel a such a deep responsibility to grow kids through sport. I'm also super competitive too. Obviously, I want to win every game. I want to see the, you know, the kids really grow and be their best selves. But I know at the end of the day, I am like Dr. Abood. I am growing people. I want them to feel a certain way by our interactions and by the culture that I've cultivated within the team. Creating culture is is difficult, right, Sean? It's it takes persistence, consistency. It takes knowing yourself, um, and it takes really defining what you want to see within that environment, and then finding ways to make that happen. So great culture does not just miraculously happen. It takes so much daily nurturing and daily work that I think must be intentional. Otherwise, the team won't be the great blessing that you hope it creates. I'm really, really feeling as I'm sort of setting the culture, you know, as the new uh, varsity coach at the school, I just know how important it is. Those first few meetings, the first few communications, when we get to June, those first few practices, I mean, you just know how important those things are. As my friend, as a mentor, as a coach, like, what would you, what would you suggest to me? Like, what are some things that you've experienced with Dr. Abood? 
at the University of Wisconsin and then with the teams that you coach now, like what are some of the things that you think are really important for somebody who's trying to set a positive, nurturing culture for their young athletes? I think two things. Number one, it takes a a lot of self-reflection in knowing what you hope to bring to the team, you know, really to journal about, write down what you want to see with your training sessions, uh, what type of interactions you would like to see between yourself and the team, what interactions between the teammates, um, what happens, what, how do you handle certain situations if somebody just wants to do their own thing and, and not listen to the coach? What happens with behavioral issues that you might have? How do you want to manage those things and how do you want to manage yourself so you can manage those things? So that's the first thing. The second thing is inviting the team into establishing the culture that they want to create. So I can have my own you know, ideas of what will make the best culture, but they won't own that. They need to own that culture themselves. And when I think about culture, the word that always comes to mind is character. Who do we want to be, right? And so I have them, you know, practically speaking, at the very beginning of each season, I will have a list of 30 different terms, like 30 different values, adaptable, agreeable, uh, conscientious, confident, fearless, respectful, focused, hardworking, so 30 different terms, I don't care what they choose, but they need to choose six that they find most valuable to this team, not a past team, not a professional team, to the team before them. What are six that they think that are most important in order to be successful that season? And then I also have, I ask them to name three of these character traits. They can be the same as the team ones that they just chose, but three of the traits that they really want to work on themselves. What do they want to improve? Almost 100% of the time, it is fearlessness, confidence, and focus. It's funny. It's like boys, girls, they all want those things. Those are untouchables. Like, how do I get that? If I get that, then I'm going to be golden, especially the confidence piece. So I have them write it down. Then we talk about what those words are. Once they've defined their six, we kind of do six of them, the most frequently named values, and then we combine them to create one. And then we might have um, bag tags with their six values on them. So they see them all the time. Then with those six values, they obviously bleed into other values. So as a coach, I don't care if they choose determined, disciplined, fearless, they're also going to be humble, hardworking. You know what I mean? Like it all works together, but you're just setting the right. And yeah. so then you use those words on a daily basis. Those are the, the terms that are most important and that they journal about those. How did you bring your best self today? You know, a lot of this comes from, you know, not just my my own background in academics, but a lot of it does come from like a Doug Lamov and a Todd, Todd Bean and the way that they have taught me what the most important thing is with with a team and that's culture. I'll, I'll never, never forget a conference that I went to and I believe it was Doug that said, pretend like you're holding up a mirror to yourself. And as you look in the mirror, you will see in within your training environment just what you see when you look in the in the mirror. So if you bring to that training environment energy, positivity, you will see that within that group. If you bring irritability, anger, you're going to see frustration as on your group. So I'm I'm aware of that as well. So I mean that's 
Know thyself, build character, build culture. I mean, I really appreciate hearing you talk about Dr. Abood and, you know, some of these incredible cultures you've been in. And I'd have to say that my coaching is framed by the opposite experience, you know, and I remember listening, uh, I regularly listen to Rick Warren, pretty prominent pastor. He's got a daily podcast and, you know, he shared about, you know, a very unexpected twist in his life that is, you know, probably the low light of his life. And one of the things he said is don't waste the pain. The, the negative challenges or experiences that we have, you know, they're designed for us to learn from them and then share with others, you know, and so I just love that. Don't waste the pain. And so for me in framing this culture, it's really just because I never had that. You know, I, I really didn't have a great coach that I, you know, I had one coach my, uh, who I had on my podcast, David Smith, but he was a dad. He was not a professional coach in any way. Had him for a season or two. How he made me feel, that's the best I've ever felt. But in general, I just had so many coaches who didn't look like they wanted to be here, who would punish us based on how we played, who would just give you those looks and say the kind of things that would just break you down. And the only reason I persisted is just because I love sports so much. You know, I just wasn't going to let somebody take that passion away from me. But when I hear about those numbers now, you, you're familiar with it. 70% of kids 13 and under are, are quitting sports. And what I tell parents is, it's us. We adults are the ones ruining it. It's not the kids. You know, we can sit here and blame them. Oh, they're, you know, they're not tough enough. They're lazy or they're distracted with video games. No, we've, we've failed in creating a culture in which they get to have fun in which they get to grow, in which they get to thrive. And that's what I want to create is I want to create a culture, you know, where my athletes can thrive. And it's nothing that you don't ever hear me talk about, we're going to win this or we're going to, you know, we're, we're going for this championship. I've never said that in coaching. You know, that's not what I pursue. I pursue, I believe collectively as a team, like you said, year over year it changes. It doesn't even matter if it's the same group of kids. It's a different team. Every season, it's a different team. And, and what I focus on with them is that we're in pursuit of our standard. You know, that when we're in practice and we have our best moments, that means that we've set that bar. That's what we're capable of. And in the course of the next game, our pursuit is to play to that standard for as long as we can. Sometimes it's for 10 minutes. Sometimes it's for a half. Rarely has it ever been a full game. <laughs> but that's the opportunity, right? And so I, I, it doesn't matter to me if we've lost three to two and we hit the crossbar three times. You know, my, Elijah was in Virginia playing with his team. They control possession 80% of the time. They hit the crossbar three times in the first half. The other team had two shots on goal. One of them was a PK because a defender made a mistake and took down a kid in the final three minutes. And Elijah's team lost one to zero. And after the game, I said, Elijah, your team played incredible. You guys should be proud. That was the best game you guys have played by far. And it wasn't a perfect game, but they had so much to be proud of in that game. You know, and they competed and they possessed and they, you know, it, it's funny too, because the first 10 minutes, the other team was trying to play soccer. But by the end of the game, they're just fighting for their lives, just kicking the balls far down the field. And of course, in one of those instances, you know, they, they earned a PK and it was a legit PK. It was, it was not a bad call. 
anyways. You know, playing off that a little bit, Sean, I think, you know, when those games happen, and the game just happened with me last night, where we were possessing, you know, 70% of the time, and um, and we just kept shooting over the bar, you know, just ridiculous kind of um, opportunities missed, and it was 0-0 at the end of the game. But what I do bring in, which is critical to character building and to culture building, is not just saying, hey, that was great when you crossed it in far post. Oh, that was a beautiful shot. What I focus on is I focus on those six character traits, or I will say other words to describe what I've seen in the game. But I will say, you know, Dempsey, when you took that player one-on-one, you were fearless. And, And I would label and name what I saw from them in terms of character. So you would say you had such gumption to take it on the end line and and to um, beat that player who, you know, was marking you out. But you were just determined to beat them one on one and, and, you know, try to take a shot or something or the resilience. So you would seek out opportunities, very specific opportunities within a game and pull out character because otherwise they won't see it. And I actually coached the. I don't coach, but I instruct and I ask the parents on their way home to just take note of various instances during the game and um, to start labeling the character that you have observed within your child. So if we say, hey, that was a great game, 1-0, you know, we possessed 20% of the time. That was not a great game, but you can always pull out character. You know, when you got beat, you know, in the middle of the field, you were just so disciplined and so determined to get back on track that those are the types of words that create confidence that boost confidence thank you so much for tuning into this episode of winning is not everything please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode if you have any comments or questions visit my website seankjensen.com and go to the contact page where you can even leave me a voice recording winning is not everything but the three h's to be a real hero in life are hustle humility and heart i'm your host sean jensen and we'll see you again next time